if you do a quick Google search on millennials and boomers, you'll quickly find many definitions. Millennials are lazy, entitled narcissists who mooch off their parents. Or are they? Boomers are the most self-righteous, self-important, and incredibly arrogant generation of all time. Or are they? Let's discuss that in today's episode. Well, welcome to today's episode. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've connected with the podcast once again. I'm just going to dive straight into the topic. We're going to be talking about part two of OK Boomer. Thank you so much for all the feedback that I got from that podcast. It was very um, constructive and thought-provoking and created a lot of conversations. And so I thought I'd just dive in a little bit more on the actual topic. So let's let's get into it. Last week uh, in the topic, we talked about OK Boomer and how it has blown up over the past month uh, around social media and even in the world that we live in today. And it fits perfectly inside the world of cancel culture, which we're living in. Funnily enough, as of this week, (laughs) um, the Macquarie Dictionary's word of the year or words of the year in 2019 is, in fact, cancel culture. (laughs) That goes to show what this year's been all about. But we ended our topic on keeping conversations open. Not shutting others down, but being respectful and being a good listener. But one point I did bring up is to see it from the other person's perspective. What is it like to be in the other person's shoes? And this is the point I'm going to expand on into today's episode. So let's dive in on this perspective thing And we're going to go a bit more in depth into the world of a boomer. Now, I did mention this before in the previous episode, but baby boomers, for your uh, information, are born between 1946 and 1964. So here's a bit more detail about them. They grew up in a post-war government. They are also the first generation to grow up with television. Dr. Lucia Keller says health and well-being are huge concerns for baby boomers. They seek to maintain their lifestyles and living life to the absolute fullest. They are obsessed with health and well-being. Dan Schwabel says they themselves rejected and redefined traditional values in their generation, at their time. 90% of boomers are married and were married between the ages of 18 and 33. Funnily enough, they are also the highest, have the highest divorce rate than any other generation. Now, here are some of the more interesting things that we need to consider when we have conversations with baby boomers. Number one is 
Baby boomers had physical money. At the end of their week, after they've been working all week, they would receive a pay packet with their money. With this, with this, obviously, they wouldn't go and spend it all at once because money was physical, it was tangible, it was something that they held onto. That's a really important thing to keep in mind, and I'll come back to that point in a sec. Number two, the majority of the workforce for baby boomers was physical work. It was industrial, farming, building, etc. A lot of the work that they did was very physical. Another interesting point. Number three, baby boomers make up the majority of the home-owning demographic. For some of us, we already know this demographic, but that's an interesting point to keep in mind. Number four, baby boomers, though they had a high amount of disposable income, they did not go and eat out as much. Which leads into my fifth point, as baby boomers had a lot of this disposable income, they were able to save it a lot more. Keeping that in mind with their money being physical, majority of the money being physical, they saved it a lot more. However, 60% of boomers who saved that money are right now using their savings to support their kids financially. That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> we could even say that a good percentage of our generation, the millennials and Gen Zers, are being supported by our parents right now. <laughs> Number six, baby boomers are committed to a workplace. They would often only ever have one to two jobs in their lifetime. They were committed, whereas our generation, if it's not working for us, we're quick to move on, find a different job. If we don't like the profession that we are in, we can leave the profession, go take a three, four year uni course or TAFE course, and we can change that. But baby boomers, they were committed to a workplace. They were committed to uh, whichever workplace they were in. And number seven, boomers, contrary to popular belief, are 90% connected online. Only they mainly use it to be connected with friends and family. They don't really use it for anything else. Now, now that we have that uh, taken into account, let's do a comparison, okay? So let's do physical versus digital. First thing is we must understand that in a boomer's world, everything around them was physical. For example, money handling, you know, the workforce. Whereas we, as millennials, have digital money <laughs> in bank cards, credit cards, neobanking. And if you don't know what neobanking is, it's fantastic. I love it and a ton of jobs can be done on the internet behind a desk. I mean, you can even do a full-time job even on your phone. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but it's a possibility. Then we look to the boomers and everything that they did was physical. There was no computer, there was no internet that they'd work behind. It's a completely different world. The world that we live in as Millennials, the world that we've grown up in is completely new, completely foreign. Now, if I was honest with myself, 
uh, to pay my bills manually with money, electricity, rent, cars, all the other things, I'd honestly go insane. Whereas my bank, it just digitally divides all the bills and savings all in one simple overnight transaction for me. No worries at all. It just takes five minutes to set up. It all gets done manually for me, uh, automatically rather, and I don't have to do a thing. However, because of this, it is also a weakness. <laughs> it has become a lot easier for us to overspend, to pay for multiple subscriptions, you know, your Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Foxtel. We find it easier to obtain multiple credit cards and we rack up so many unnecessary bills and debt. Why? Well, money isn't tangible anymore. When was the last time you handled more than $50 cash? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. And so let's move on to our next point, how we communicate. Boomers' main point of call is mainly face-to-face. -face. But if needed, they will make a phone call. Us, or maybe it's just me, hate making phone calls. We're all about texting, DMing, IMing, and sending memes and emojis. This is how we communicate. I'm not all about that phone call life. <laughs> these communications are completely different. And if we don't have an understanding of these, we're both going to seem pretty silly if we're going to communicate through memes with boomers, you know, that's the whole idea of this okay boomer uh, meme, uh, the meme within a meme, because one, it's making fun of them, and two, when they don't understand it and they try to make sense of it again, it just <laughs> it turns into another meme altogether. But they're not going to understand that communication. There's a difference. Another difference, working. Of course, we still have physical jobs, but there are many 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 digital jobs around the world today heck trying to explain what the cloud is to a boomer would be near impossible let alone knowing how to explain what the cloud is for ourselves just a place where we put stuff up in the air somewhere in the digital realm who knows how who knows where it just is <laughs> Technology has advanced so fast in the past couple of years, even we're struggling to keep up with its advances. Yet, here lies another important communication tool that is often forgotten when we talk to older and younger generations. So, keeping that in mind, let's recap. So, now that I've just bombarded you with all of this information, I'm just going to take a quick break, and then we're going to recap on some of the typical boomer sayings, which I talked about in our last episode, and I'm gonna break them down using this information that I've just talked about. All right, welcome back. So I'm gonna recap on some of the sayings that I talked about in my last episode. And so the first one is going to be rent is dead money. I've been told that multiple times, rent, is dead money. Obviously, this is easier to say to the younger generation. However, it does 
unfortunately hold some truth to it. It's not like most of us want to rent. Of course, we want to own a house. Of course, we want, if possible, to have a backyard to raise our family in. It's just the only thing is we can't right now. All we can do is rent. All we can do is a share house. The cost of living is extremely high. Housing affordability is through the roof. Of course, there are some positives to renting, like flexibility, the ability to travel. If it's your thing, you can move from house to house or state to state or country to country, if that's your thing. However, there is one... This is one of those difficult conversations that is happening right now, in particular Australia. And shutting down a millennial to say rent is dead money isn't helping anyone. (laughs) We've got to keep the communication. We've got to keep the conversation open. Remembering to be respectful. How about teach people how to invest? Share your story on how you saved for your first house and I'm talking about boomers here, this is something that they could do. And, you know, it, to keep that communication open, that's us up to us to prompt that question. This is a great way to keep that line of communication open. That's what we want to do. We don't want to shut down these communications. Recap number two, you're wasting your time on the computer. <laughs> I've been told that countless of times and in some degree again these sayings do hold some truth to them however coming back to what we learnt about previously this comes back to that physical versus digital realms that each generation has grown up in if you know and understand perhaps the background of a baby boomer you'll see soon see why they think it's such a waste of time You're physically not doing anything. However, we're actually doing quite a bit. (laughs) To a boomer, we're just sitting behind a computer, tapping away, looking like mindless zombies, which we do sometimes. But the reality is we are doing a lot behind the scenes. And again, show some respect and encourage one another to, to learn from each other. Obviously, there's this disconnect where they can't understand this realm. And, you know, that's okay. It just takes some time to explain what we're actually do, doing. You see, the digital world is a realm beyond their understanding. And, of course, they are curious. They're, they're learning more and more. But they are also a lot more cautious which is totally understandable. And so keeping that in mind, when they say you're wasting your time on the computer, yes, that is true. We do sometimes waste time on the computer. I'm the first to admit that. But we also can and do a lot of good things, bad things, unfortunately. But there is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes when someone's working at a computer. Number three is the saying, ah, there's plenty of jobs. For the sake of time, I won't dive into this one too much, but the reality is most boomers hold senior leadership positions. True, that is true, but they worked hard to get there. They didn't just rock up one day and just started working as a CEO for a business. We have education 
yet we lack experience. Because we're a hard and fast-paced generation and self-entitled, we assume we can just rock up day one and automatically take the position that the CEO has. Yet, when we're politely put back into our place, don't let our response be okay, boomer, as if we know better. Why not show initiative to learn instead? Work your way up. Don't complain. Show respect. Be kind and work hard. Don't be so self-entitled that you have a diploma or a degree that you think you know it all. Yes, you may have the best practice, but you still have to work hard. You can't just rock up and think that you're better than everyone else. Again, you have education, yet you lack experience. So there are plenty of jobs, yes. There may be a lack of jobs, especially higher up jobs, and that has some truth truth to it. But the reality is we need to be mindful that we're not going to be at the top straight away. We need to work ourselves up, show initiative. So what's the point of all of this stuff that I'm talking about? What's the point? The OK Boomer phrase. What's the point? Why am I why am I starting this conversation? Well, number one, we need to have respect. Two, we need to honor our elders. And three, we really, really need to keep the conversation open. Okay, Boomer just shuts down all three of those key things. We as millennials love to have things quickly issues sorted out fast and get things done easy. However, these hard conversations on real topics that need to be talked about are going to take time. They're going to take lots of patience and they're going to take a lot of effort on our part. Okay, Boomer does not help anyone. (laughs) And so I'm going to conclude this podcast episode on some tips. Number one is this. Don't be a keyboard warrior. (laughs) A keyboard warrior. And there are plenty of them. Right now in Australia, we're in a drought and all these fires are happening around Australia and it is terrible. It is not good. The fires around here can spread very quickly. The wind and Even right now, the wind outside is so strong. If there was a fire to happen in the mountain range near us, it wouldn't take long to burn down Canberra. But right now, because of those droughts, those fires, it has been a perfect talking point for global warming and climate change. And people are protesting out the front of Parliament House. People are blocking off roads. People are doing all they can to protest for global warming and climate change. Now, disclaimer, I am all for looking after our planet. I think if we live here, we should be responsible and we should be doing things to make the climate better. What I don't agree with is people dragging our prime minister in the mud and throwing stones at him because of these fires and these droughts. Can you imagine like you are being blamed for these 
fires that are causing devastation in a country that you're leading and you are copying the blame. I mean, did the prime minister personally go out there and light these fires? <laughs> I think it's quite ridiculous, to be honest. And that might sound harsh, but really? Come on. You see, our generation is so easy to jump and create campaigns and raise awareness through social media and other social means. But unfortunately, the majority are not actively doing anything themselves. Here's a drop microphone statement. <laughs> From 2008 to 2020, smartphones, laptops and computers... <laughs> the emissions have risen from 6% to 11% from 2008 to 2020 and continues to climb. So keyboard warriors, charging your phones, texting, IMing, creating these massive rants about how the prime minister is not doing a thing if you're using your smartphone to make these troll comments, guess what? You yourself are causing emissions. <laughs> you yourself are actually contributing to this factor. So rather than blame others, especially those who are above us, why not actively do something? Study. Create eco-friendly products. Use technology to help people use technology to help the industrial workplaces don't just blame the prime minister and do nothing yourself that is so lazy and such a stereotype of millennials number two understanding how boomers communicate and how they make decisions you see boomers are census and cause driven they are also idealistic and politically correct, whereas millennials are more emotionally driven. And unfortunately, being emotionally driven means we often don't make calculated decisions. In fact, facts and emotions become blurred together. Can you see why perhaps boomers are so hesitant to make rash decisions that we're forcing upon them? Rather than explode in anger and make phrases like, okay, boomer, let's sit down, let's learn, let's create some solutions. Let's be mindful about them being cause-driven, census-driven, and let's get the job done together. Let's work together. Let's not shut each other out. Number three is communication styles. And this one's a, a really good one. Um, this doesn't just apply to boomers. This just applies to life in general. But learningforward.org, this is a teaching website for younger teachers, uh, shares how to speak to their executive team, which the majority are boomers. I thought this was really interesting. It says here, number one, sometimes it's not a good idea to go straight to your higher-ups, like your boss, like the head boss but rather speak with someone who has experience. It says millennials, they like to prove their competence while their eagerness is appreciated. 
it is sometimes best to defer to someone with experience. This will save time, this will save stress, and it could even save your own reputation. <laughs> Maybe it's best to just go to that senior teacher who's had the experience and talk to her rather than say, you know what, I'm going to take to the head teacher and I'm going to tell her what is what. I know everything. I know best practice. No, <laughs> that's going to look bad. And this is what the, the, the website's saying is refer to someone who actually has experience. Number two, they said, is conversational styles. So this is where the generational values that we talked about at the start come into play. Uh, what we spoke on earlier, those all those different things of what the boomers have gone through, who they are, what they've grown up with. You see, boomers are more collaborative. They are relationship building. They are service oriented. And they're also willing to go the extra mile. I think that's a trait that unfortunately we lack. <laughs> but when talking to a boomer, it is important that we use terms like we instead of I. So we, using we in a conversation is collaborative, whereas instead of using I, I is more all about me. I thought that was really interesting to hear from this website. We instead of I, and that's just a really great communication style to have in general. We statements, though something so small can change the conversation to show that you have a team player mentality, it says. We statements are a team player mentality. That's really good. I really, really like that. And I thought that was really important for us to understand when we're making those conversations, having those conversations with boomers. And... To sum all that up, I just want to say, rather than shutting down the conversation with a boomer and saying, okay, boomer, enough's enough. I don't want to listen to you. I want to do my own thing. It's really interesting to look at all the stuff that the boomers have done. And the reality is we're all learning along the way. It's not like a lot of the decisions they made which have caused to global warming, they knew all of that. I mean, technology has advanced so much now that we are starting to see the effects of things a lot more, even past their generation. They didn't know it at the time. Why not be collaborative and let's work together rather than just shut them out completely? Interesting. <laughs> well, that pretty much does it for today's episode. We need to keep those three things going, respect, honor, and keep that conversation opening. You know, the benefits are many. We, we really need to move forward and go past this. I know it's such a, it's just a meme, you know, a conversation, a phrase, but it's something that's being talked about right now, especially in the workplaces. The reality is we need to respect one another and we need to honor our elders. They have a lot to offer. Most importantly, we as millennials are not the smartest generation in the world. Social media and all its damage that it has caused on us is simple proof <laughs> that we are not perfect. But we can take great value from listening and learning from the generation that has gone before us. So thank you so much for connecting with this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you got something out of it, I'd really love it if you'd share it with your friends or family. And hopefully this has been an encouragement. And if you're a boomer listening to this, (laughs) we appreciate you. Thank you so much for all that you have done. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Almost down to those final weeks of Christmas. It's the first week of December. Looking forward to the holidays. May God bless you. Stay connected and looking forward to our next episode.